Chapter 33, SK Leaders, Secrets Uncovered After they revealed everything to Matthew, they stayed quiet to give him time to process everything. Not only had they uncovered the truth about Matthew's parents, but they had the evidence they needed to arrest Kyung Nim and everyone involved in human, drug, and gun trafficking. All of their weaknesses and crimes had been saved into neat files and were probably going to be used against them soon. After a while, Matthew finally spoke as he tried to hold back his emotions. Matthew. About my parents? Thank you. But I guess I can't leave yet. Everyone looked at him, wondering what he was thinking. Chating. Matthew, what do you want to do? Matthew. I want him to know who I am. And I want Hyung Nim to know I know. I can't let him get away with any of this. Chating. I understand, but let's be smart about this, okay? Let's come up with a plan first. Tay. Tay. Leo and I can protect this file. I'm just afraid we can't be of much help in any other way. I'm sorry. Chading. No, don't be. Your role is the most important. They nodded at each other and Chading turned back to Matthew. Chading. Can you keep your cool until we figure something out? Matthew nodded and stood up to leave along with Chading. Chading. Let's try to have another meeting. I want to talk to Minho about this. Don't worry, he's just like us, so he's trustworthy. Leo. But he's close to Huta. Are you sure we can trust him? Chading nodded and pointed at the file, still on the screen with a sad expression. Chading. Read his file. We all have the same goal. Bring down Hyung Nim. Leo looked over at the screen as Tail bowed his head. They said goodnight and Chading left with Matthew right behind her, out of their room, and went into their own. But neither of them could sleep much after that. The mansion had gone quiet as Huta remained locked in his room, and they didn't have much work to do now that the guards took over the money pickups, and Hyung Nim had seemed to abandon them. After two days, Matthew came back from Tailing Sokwul and went to look for Matthew. Leo looked over at the screen as Tail bowed his head. They said goodnight and Chading left with Matthew right behind her, out of their room and into their own. But neither of them could sleep much after that. The mansion had gotten quiet as Huta remained locked in his room, and they didn't have much work to do now that the guards had taken over the money pickups, and Hyung Nim had seemed to abandon them. After two days, Matthew came back from Tailing Sokul and went to look for Matthew. Leo looked over at the screen as Tail bowed his head. They said goodnight and Chading left with Matthew right behind her, back into their rooms. Leo looked over at the screen as Tail bowed his head. They said goodnight and Chading left with Matthew right behind her, out of their room, and went into their own. But neither of them could sleep much after that. The mansion had gotten quiet as Huta remained locked up in his room, and they didn't have much work to do now that the guards took over the money pickups and Kyung Nim had seemed to abandon them. After two days, Matthew came back from Tilling Sokwu and went to look for Minho to tell him what was going on. He didn't find Minho in his room or in the kitchen, which was where he usually was when they didn't have things to do. He sent him a message and waited for him to reply or call back. He was sitting on the couch lost in a daze when he heard the door open. He went over and saw Minho and Taekyun walking in from the garage. Matthew. Minho. He looked over at Taekyun, who got the hint and excused himself. Minho. Did something happen? Matthew. I just needed to report that Sokul wasn't able to pick up the money. The cops were at each location today, and I went back to go check again, but it's the same thing. 
Matthew. Minho. He looked over at Taekyun, who got the hint and excused himself. Minho. Did something happen? Matthew. I just needed to report that Sokul wasn't able to pick up the money. The cops were at each location, and today I went to go check again, but it's the same thing. I got a message that Sokul has left the mansion. Minho. All right. Minho was about to leave when Matthew stopped him. Matthew. Chedi needs to talk to you. Minho nodded, but again before leaving, they heard the front door open, and a guard walked in with Yongkyun, who had a serious expression unlike the usual playful one. Guard. He says he has business here with Huta. Minho nodded and dismissed the guard. He motioned for Yongkyun to follow him. As they walked over to Huta's room, Yongkyun tried to intimidate Minho. Yongkyun. Sankyuk feels pretty betrayed by you all. How can you trust me so easily to come in here? Minho stayed quiet and didn't falter in his steps. Yongkyun tried to laugh it off as a joke, but Minho still didn't respond. They reached Huta's door and waited after Minho knocked. After a moment, the door slowly opened and they entered as Huta was sitting back down on his recliner. Huta, what's he doing here? His voice sounded weak and he looked pale. Yongkyun stepped forward and spoke first. Yongkyun, has Minho already reported that he found Taeyang? By his tone, they could tell he was trying to incite trouble, but he ended up surprised. Huta, yes, and he wasn't alone. Why? Yongkyun, then when do you plan on turning him in? Huta let out a wry chuckle. Huta, <laughs> since when do I answer to you? Yongkyun, I mean, I'm just asking. Otherwise, there's been a misunderstanding. Huta, I'm sure there has been. Yongkyun, then it must also be true that you took Youngbin. Huta had been resting his head on his hand, but he sat up straight and glared at him. Huta, I have no need to take some useless waste of space. Youngkyun smirked and put his hands in his pockets as he turned to leave. He stopped right at the door and looked back over at Huta. Youngkyun, ah, just a heads up. Sankyuk has finally decided to stop following you. He's out for your blood now. Huta smiled widely and clapped his hands and Young Youngkyun. Then it must also be true that you took Youngbin. Huta had been resting his head on his hand, but he sat up straight and glared at him. Huta. I have no need to take some useless waste of space. Youngkyun smirked and put his hands in his pockets as he turned to leave. He stopped right at the door and looked over at Huta. Youngkyun. Ah, just a heads up. Sankyuk has finally decided to stop following you. He's out for your blood now. Huta smiled widely and clapped his hands as Youngkyun left annoyed. After the door closed, Minho looked up at Huta. Huta. How are you always ahead of everything? Looks like your plan will work out after all. Minho bowed and cleared his throat. Minho. <clears throat> the police have been notified of all the money pickup locations and Zoku has abandoned the others. I imagine the stress is too much for Sankyuk to handle without any guidance from others. Ah, and Zuho was confirmed to be a special agent with a new task force designed to investigate gangs. Huta. I knew it. Hyunim obviously found out about it first. Minho nodded and waited for Huta to give him an order. Huta sat quietly in his chair, thinking carefully. Huta. Find out when we'll be able to execute the plan. That's all for today. Minho nodded and gave Huta his new medication before excusing himself. He went to look for Chaitin and found her in the library. Minho, Chaitin, I'm sorry for making you wait. Is something wrong? Chaitin motioned for him to sit down and took a deep breath before telling Minho everything.
Minho's heart was racing as she spoke. It was an overload of information that made his head hurt. Once she was finished, he wiped his face and sat back in his chair. He took a moment to gather himself. Minho, you've been more productive than us. Chaden looked at him confused. Now it was his turn to catch her up. After explaining about Byol and Taeyang, he finished with his plan and what he had told Huta. Minho, we knew we couldn't hide it forever, and it was better to get ahead of the story for when they found out we had actually found him. We came to tell Huta, who of course wanted to curse at us for not bringing him over, but we were able to convince him to use him against Young Nim along with Byol. Chaden, does he know? Minho, no, we just told him that she is a runaway. We want to protect them as much as possible. Even if it seems like his focus is only on Kyungnim, we can't just leave them vulnerable. Chaden. All right. So, what plan do you have in mind? What about the kids? Minho. The plan is going to change a little. Originally, we were going to try and convince the kids to join us, for now, against Kyungnim, but now Youngbin is missing and the kids have lost their faith in Huta. So, I want to find out when Kyungnim is out and take the fight between us and the kids to him. Chating. Minho, that's crazy. We can still try to convince the kids. Minho shook his head and leaned forward to rest his arms on the table. Minho. Sokul has left. Zuho isn't there to try and keep Sankyuk in line. Young Big... Minho. Sokul has left. Zuho isn't there to try and keep Sankyuk in line. Young Min is missing. Chani must be feeling lost and angry, and Young Kyun's visit today just confirmed my suspicions. Chating. What suspicions? Minho, Yongkyun. His loyalty is to Hyungnim, and he may have been sent to be a spy just like Jesse. Chating, I'll ask Tail to look at his file. Minho nodded and stood up. Minho, I'll leave you to it. I'll go fill in Taekyun. Chating stood up and nodded too. They both headed out to do their tasks. Meanwhile, Matthew went over to Huta's room and knocked. Huta opened the door and was curious as to why he was there. Matthew, can we talk? Huta stepped aside and let Matthew in. He looked at him, waiting for him to state his purpose there. Matthew looked back at him, obviously trying to stay calm. Matthew, did you know about my parents? Huta smirked, then sighed. Huta. Hyungnim <sighs> will be upset that his reunion won't go as planned. How did you find out? Matthew's eyes watered and he took a deep breath. Matthew. It doesn't matter how I found out. I'm going to help you get your brother, but after that, I'm going back home. He turned to leave, but it hesitated by the door. Huta sat down again and smiled as he stared at Matthew. Huta, are you curious about what he had planned? Matthew put his hand and head on the door, agonizing. Huta, he was debating whether to have him kill you, then tell him who you were, or have you kill him and keep lying about how your mom died. Twisted, isn't he? Matthew clenched his jaw and left instead of responding. Huta laughed to himself and stood up to walk over to the window. He watched the tree sway and shivered. He went over to his nightstands to get his pills. He took a few and closed his eyes. He opened them slowly and headed out of his room. Huta knew he was about to do something dangerous, but he didn't care anymore. The war had already begun and he realized he was right in the middle of it. He went into the garage and climbed into one of the cars and took off. After Minho filled in Taekyun with the information Chaitin had given him, they stayed quiet for a while. Minho, yeah, I was like that too after she told me. Taekyun, yeah, we need to find a way to give that information to Taeyang. Minho, we'll all be compromised. <laughs>
Taekyung. I'm okay with that. Minho. We should tell the others. Taekyung. Ugh, this just keeps getting more and more dangerous. Taekyung. Matthew clenched his jaw and left instead of responding. Huta laughed to himself and stood up to walk over to the window. He watched the tree sway and shivered. He went over to his nightstand to get his pills. He took a few and closed his eyes. He opened them slowly and headed out of his room. Huta knew he was about to do something dangerous, but didn't care anymore. The war had already begun and he realized he was right in the middle of it. He went into the garage and climbed into one of the cars and took off. After Minho filled in taken with the information Chayden had given him, they stayed quiet for a while. Minho. Yeah, I was like that too after she told me. Taekyung. Yeah. We need to find a way to give that information to Taeyang. Minho. We'll all be compromised. Taekyung. I'm okay with that. Minho. We should tell the others. Taekyung. Ah, <sighs> oh, this just keeps getting more and more dangerous. Minho. Taekyung. Do you think... Can we save those girls? Even though Sunny isn't there anymore, it seems as though the trafficking is still going on. Taekyun looked away and went to stand by the window as he tried to gather his thoughts. Taekyun. I'm sure you know that I was blackmailed into joining, but not what led to that. Minho lowered his gaze as Taekyun told him his story in a sorrowful tone. Flashback. Taekyun met his girlfriend in college and the two had an instant connection. They had only been dating for a month when she confided in him about a strange man she had met shortly before meeting him. He had confused her with someone else, and she thought that she had made it clear that she wasn't who he thought she was. But he suddenly started texting her, angry that she was dating Taekyun. They tried to report it to the police, but they said they couldn't do anything and to just block his number and ignore him. But he kept insisting that she was someone else until one day he just stopped. They felt relief and were just happy to be able to be together peacefully. They were a month away from celebrating a year together when someone broke into her apartment and took her. Then a call came to Taekyun's phone. Thinking it was her, he answered happily, only to hear that man's bone-chilling voice. Voice. No, she's mine now. The man hung up and Taekyun rushed to her apartment as he called the police. He had arrived before they did and saw her apartment destroyed, but when the police arrived, they suspected him instead. He was taken down to the station and questioned for hours until Changmin showed up, claiming to be his lawyer. Taekyun had never seen him before, so he was defensive at first, thinking it was a tactic to get him to confess. Changmin grew frustrated and leaned in to whisper in his ear. Changmin, we have her. That client really wanted her, so we helped him get her. Now, if you want to see her again and rid yourself of these charges, you'll do as I say. Changmin leaned back and waited for Taekyun's answer. Taekyun glared at him. Taekyun, how can I trust you after you admit to being her kidnapper? Changmin smirked and took out his phone and played a muted video of his girlfriend tied up to a chair, crying and scared. Against his better judgment, he agreed as he knew there would be no way to defeat them on his own. He was powerless from that moment on. Changmin had admitted that Taekyun had been the main target all along. They had noticed his talent as a drag racer, which he had never gotten in trouble for, supposedly thanks to Changmin and his connections. But they knew they wouldn't be able to control him so easily until she appeared. Changmin called it fate that everything had worked out in their favor. Taekyun was stuck obeying two psychos to be able to hopefully one day save her. End flashback. Taekyun sighed deeply. 
Taeyang wasn't so lucky. I don't know what to expect now. She might be dead. And I've done all of this for nothing. Minho. There's a difference. If you hadn't accepted Changmin's deal, you'd be locked up for something you didn't do without possibly ever finding out the truth of why or how this all happened. It's better to find out than to live never knowing. Taekyo nodded as he sat back down. They could both feel their anxiety rising as they knew what awaited them. But they were both ready to face it, head on, no hesitations.